Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Presented by Porsche. Introducing the new Porsche 911, Timeless Machine. Learn more at PorscheUSA.com slash new 911. California's wildfires are the doom of our own making. The state is being squeezed by uber wildfires and rising seas. Climate change's twin agents of chaos. It's a struggle that will define us. By Matt Simon. Every generation claims an event that defines it more than any other. Winning a world war or landing humans on the moon or tearing down the Berlin Wall. But at this very moment, we have the dubious honor of living through an event whose impact will span generations. Climate change. Never before has our kind faced such omnipresent peril, from supercharged storms to rising seas to drought to crop failure to biodiversity crises. In California, the consequences of this species-defining peril are playing out with unprecedented drama before a populace in a state of downright disbelief. North of San Francisco, 100-mile-per-hour wind gusts doubled the size of the Kincaid Fire to 54,000 acres over the course of a single Sunday afternoon. And the blaze now stands at 77,000 acres. The conflagration has destroyed 206 structures and threatens 90,000 more, forcing 200,000 people to evacuate. Firefighters' efforts at containment slipped over the weekend from 10% to 5%, but now stands at 30 with full containment not expected until November 7th. It could well burn all the way to the coast, 25 miles from the source of ignition on October 23rd. Just to the south, a fast-moving wildfire spewed an ominous cloud of smoke that enveloped the Carquinas Bridge. And down in Southern California, the Getty Fire broke out early Monday morning, rapidly consuming 500 acres and threatening thousands of homes. Not far away, the Tick Fire has seared thousands of acres, resulting in devastating scenes of families fleeing for their lives. All told, over a dozen simultaneous fires are turning paradisiacal California into a surreal kind of underworld world, threatening hundreds of thousands of lives directly and indirectly compromising the respiratory health of still more in metropolises downwind, like the San Francisco Bay Area. 
It's no coincidence that these wildfires are all burning at once. Climate change has stolen the rain that normally would rehydrate the state at this time of year. Seasonal winds blowing from the northeast have sucked out what little moisture that vegetation still holds after a dry summer, turning whole landscapes into tinder. A single spark can ignite a wind-driven wildfire that moves with such speed, firefighters can't safely confront it, even from the air, as flame retardants dropped from planes and helicopters blow off course in the gusts. Mounting evidence is also suggesting that climate change is creating ever-fiercer windstorms that tear through California. The result is what fire historian Steve Pine calls the pyrocene, climate change and land misuse conspiring to create a unique period in Earth and human history a sort of ice age, but with flames. History will remember the burning of California as a generation-defining crisis, nestled within the species-defining crisis that is climate change. California is being squeezed from both sides, with wildfires in the east and rising seas in the west. The state is in a palpable state of shock, flailing with stop-gap solutions like cutting off power to millions of people because Pacific Gas and Electric Company's equipment won't stop lighting fires, while on the coast, the city of Del Mar refuses to embrace the R-word retreat, and instead is taking its chances on trying to adapt to a force that will inevitably consume it. It never had to come to this. Native peoples in California maintained a healthy relationship with fire. They, of course, didn't have a capacity to fight natural fires, whereas today we quickly extinguish those blazes to save lives, leading to a buildup of brush that forms one giant tinderbox. They also intentionally set fires, harnessing the restorative power of flames to reset ecosystems to feed themselves. Today, California isn't doing nearly as many controlled burns as it should. In 2017, the Southeast Eastern U.S. burned 100 times the amount of land as California, even though the region is only five times bigger than the state. The consequence is a state built to burn and burn explosively. California's wildfire problem is also laced with injustice. Skyrocketing home prices along the coast have pushed lower-income residents eastward, expanding the urban wildland interface that is most prone to burning. So it is the poor who end up inhabiting the most fire-prone regions of the state. The 30,000-people town of Paradise was such a place, largely populated by retirees living on fixed incomes. Last year's wind-driven campfire moved with such speed that many didn't have the chance to escape and 86 people perished. Income inequality also hampers what is perhaps the most effective solution to California's wildfire crisis. Scientists know full well how to prevent the next paradise. People need to invest in non-wood roofs and regularly clear brush around their homes, the former being expensive and the latter being impossible for the elderly without the help of expensive landscapers. For the rich, this is no problem, and indeed, it's been done before. The affluent town of Montecito has steeled itself against wildfire by clearing brush and implementing an exhaustive firefighting plan. Accordingly, while the models suggested a worst-case scenario wildfire could destroy 500 homes in Montecito, when the Thomas Fire reached the edge of town in 2017, only seven homes were lost. No sane person is suggesting California can rid itself of wildfires entirely. People will always start fires, accidentally or intentionally. But we can certainly point fingers at those responsible for the scale of this mess, chief among them PG&E, whose equipment sparked 17 major fires in 2017 alone. 
This fall, it's been implementing public safety power shutoffs on a dizzying scale in anticipation of wind events. Millions of people lost power earlier this month and during the latest rash of fires. But in a twist both tragic and ironic, last week it reported it hadn't cut power to all the lines in the area where the Kincaid fire started and noticed a transmission tower malfunctioned just before ignition. It raises the possibility that PG&E's equipment once again sparked a fire, though the utility hasn't officially been blamed for the fire yet. Californians are furious. These kinds of power outages further expose iniquity in the state. For the poor, food spoiling in fridges comes at an enormous cost. For the sick and elderly, losing electricity sometimes means losing medical devices. Small businesses close and lose income. Gas stations can't pump gas. Meanwhile, the rich can head west to wait out the flames and smoke. But the coast is also damned, even if it's gradual. Climate change-driven erosion produces less drama. Here, too, inequality is glaring. A growing number of homes is increasingly at risk of dropping into the ocean or falling victim to catastrophic flooding. Those who can afford to move away will do so, while the less fortunate, especially in the low-lying, highly populated coastal areas of Southern California, will endure the encroaching waters until they are forced to become climate refugees. And Californians can't agree what the hell to do about the problem. California is being squeezed by uber wildfires and rising seas, climate change's twin agents of chaos. Somehow, saving the state, all of its people, especially the poor who need help the most, will be this generation's moon landing. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.